In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Ah, welcome back. Hello. It, we're just saying it's. it feels like a while since we've been here. It's only been two weeks. I know. AKA a fortnight. But it just feels like a little time. Right. Because we're just talking about a couple of movies we watched last this fortnight ago. Because it was the JB Hi-Fi sale where I picked up Stoobs. That's Stuber. right. Like, we got to watch this. Yeah, I was like, would you like to watch this Kumail and Bautista movie with me? And you're like, huh? <laughs> you're like, yeah, okay. And then you pitched it as, let's watch Kerry Mulligan. And then, boom, she has one scene. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Can you say that name again? <laughs> Carrie Mulligan? Yeah, I think you're such a oh, cool name. Karen Karen Gillen. Gillen. Wow. Carrie Mulligan's someone, though. I don't know. <laughs> she is <laughs> now. Dropping someone <laughs> it's the time. name of my future child. Was she the lady that was in Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, because she was, wasn't she the chick that was the bad guy in Stuber? Yeah. I was like, where's she from? Like, that's Romeo and Michelle. Damn. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Stuber was one of the films we watched together yes in the last two weeks and we usually start the show with what have we watched read or played lately so that's right where we're going to begin and you can start us off jade where i have a delicious sip of my iced coffee go for it nice we need it today good 29 degrees and we're hitting a 42 degree week uh, over the next five me. days i am not looking forward to it yeah just a little whatsoever bit of, a little bit of insight to to omjk i threw my back out Early this week, I'm feeling my age. Just traveling in heat when you're in pain is, is times too bad. It's not going to be fun. No, nah, it's going to suck. Anyway, <sighs> what have you viewed? Well, listened with you, to, I read, watched Stuber. Can you name the cast again for us? Kumail so Nanjiani, Dave Bautista, uh, the chick that was in The Thing. I forget her name. Jumanji. No, it's Karen. Oh, you're talking about Romy Michelle? <laughs> no, the other one. The one that plays <laughs> his daughter. She played Tom Haverford's girlfriend in Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah, I don't know her name yeah, either. A bunch of cool Mexican dudes. Yeah, that's the cast. That was, it was all right, wasn't it? We laughed a couple of times. Oh, and the dude bit of whose name there. I kind of forget, and he's in The Raid and shit. He was like, oh, yeah, the baddie. Yeah. yeah, he was good. Beautiful um, blonde hair. And that same night we watched Ready or Not, and I got a copy of it because I'm a Melanie Scafino fan, a.k.a. Wynonna Earp. We're like, oh, it kind of looked fun and maybe a bit gimmicky, something we could enjoy together. <laughs> Is the broad, the main broad, is that who you're talking about? Oh, no, wait, that's the one. Uh, no, no, the cokehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was cool. Um, it had, I just call him Seth from OC, but that's not his Adrian, no, Adam, Adam Brody. Adam. Adrian Brody's the other one. He's the piano, <laughs> the pianist. Is he? Yeah. I don't know his And in Predator? Yeah, he was in yeah, Predator. Yeah, pianist. Wait, yeah. Predators. Predators, that's right. He won the Oscar for The Pianist. Right. Oh, yeah, so we watched that. been banned night. from Saturday Night Live for life. Really? For doing a roster impression. Oh. Yeah. I'm sure there's been worse things, right? Yeah. Oh, God. But he's, he's been banned for life. That sucks. This was at a time when that kind of shit wasn't even so faux pas. I don't even know if I'm using faux pas correctly. I'm really getting you off topic. Sorry, I keep railroading. That's all right. Now. I'm like, ready or not, we enjoyed it. It is what it is. It's I like, really, yeah. act, for what it was, it yeah. was fucking cool. And the, the Australian chick who was the lead, yeah. I love her sense of humor. Like, yeah, she, she was like, a good pick for yeah. a lead, actually. Um, yeah, we enjoyed it. So that, that was our little movie marathon a fortnight ago. Um, and then I finished season three of Working Mums on Netflix. 
Season four comes back on the 18th of February next year. Um, we finished every single episode that has aired of The Rookie. Yes. So season one and the first half of season two left with a mass cliffhanger and isn't back until the 23rd of February. So we've got a couple of months Speaking to wait for of that. Seth from the OC, the uh, one of his rivals in the OC made an appearance in that final episode. He was the, the guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the guy in that show. Hashtag vague. Um, and then Scusi and I finished season one of Killjoys, the show that he's like, you should really get back into that because I had picked it up at the sam- same time Dark Matter started airing, which was another sci-fi thing, which has Officer Chen from The Rookie as the lead in Dark Matter. And I stuck with that show for whatever oh. reason. And then having rewatched it back with Scusi, realized I'd only ever watched two episodes of Killjoys. So I ha- I'm not actually rewatching it. I'm watching it for the first time and enjoying it. And it's one of the same created or producer writers as Winona Earp. So uh, that has a nice little uh, connection as well. And then I played on PlayStation 4 the final episode of Life is Strange 2, episode 5. It was about two hours of gameplay to finish out the story of the Wolf Brothers, Daniel and Sean. And, of course, there were about five alternative endings. So it could have gone a number of ways. Do you... Did you play all endings? No, you, you can't, you can't unless no? you go back and replay oh. the whole game. Um, but I have looked up what they are just to see because three of them were really bad. So if you'd done the wrong things throughout the other episodes, like really pushed, for example, your younger brother to do a lot of negative things, he just fucks shit up at the end of it and people end up in jail and dead and not good, not a good outcome. So I had a decent fulfilled? outcome. I kept the big brother out of jail for 15 years. Um, he ended up going to Mexico, but they get separated. But at the same time, I thought that was better than either of them dying or going to prison for 15 years to still be alive, one of them in Mexico, one of them with their loving grandparents. And it's like, oh, man, I even got teary at the end of the thing. I'm like, oh, I'm so soft these days with old age <laughs> after getting a dog, after this, that, and the other. I'm like, why am I tearing up? I'm like, I've spent so much time with these wolf brothers. Yeah, you put value in things like family and connection and all that kind of stuff. And making as you get choices older. for them. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, so like you feel softy. fulfilled with it then? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. At least. And then uh, it was like last weekend you were walking out like, hey, when you get back tonight, we should watch Mighty Ducks. And he goes, and you go, he goes, so like, <laughs> I'm talking about someone else. He's like, we should watch Muddy Ducks too. I'm like, what? Why? Why are we skipping the first one? But you had watched it more recently. So I watched it that Arvo. You came home, watched number two with you that night. And then a few days later, we watched D3. Which you I can't don't even remember. Know, if don't I, even know if you've ever seen I it. I definitely would have, but it was just that long ago and obviously not that memorable that it was it out of really, my mind. Yeah, it's, it feels like a step backwards from the second <sighs> one. One and two are so good. Yeah, they're they the are. Best. Amazing. It could have just been left there. And They were actually supposed to do a fourth. I remember oh God. my sister got... Josh Jackson would not have agreed to that. He didn't want to do the third. Didn't he? No, oh, I was yeah, reading IMD. Doing, yeah, it's it like it's they used his moodiness for his character. I'm like, that's one of the worst parts of the movie. Yeah, He's like an asshole. He was such a fucking little entitled prick in it. Um, just a brat. But uh, Teen Beat Magazine, I believe it was. Teen Beat Magazine? What, my sister <laughs> what used to get. What year was this? Get, Late 90s? Oh, well, Early 2000s? Before D3 even came out. Oh. Wait, Damn. she wasn't a teenager then. It must have been something else. Or maybe she was getting Teen Beat Magazine. But she, <laughs> I remember her telling me. She <laughs> She's was like, 30 getting Teen Beat <laughs> Because oh, like, oh, they're they're making a fucking. Uh, she didn't say fucking. No, your sister does not <laughs> talk does like not that. Swear. <laughs> uh, she was like, they're doing the Mighty Ducks three and the Mighty Ducks four, and it was like the two year gap as well right. again. And I was like, okay, cool. So it'll be high school and then probably college. But yeah, yeah. So 
the fourth Mighty Ducks obviously never happened. Oh, thank God. Which I really want them to do, but R-rated. Uh, yeah. And, and just, they're adults? Yeah. And, like, maybe, it, like, Banks is the only one still oh, playing Banks, hockey. Oh, Banks. He's, like, him. you know, he's making Banks. Get it. And uh, Charlie maybe was in for a little while, but, you know, injuries and all this kind of other stuff. And everyone else kind of just went on with their lives. Maybe Fulton got a drug problem. Yeah, you know. Goldberg, that, like, with the way he looks and how he's oh, aged, he's God, definitely he had, so he definitely had a drug Weird. problem. And bring back everybody, like From the Terry, one and who and plays, oh, yeah, yeah, who's, yeah. Uh, I realised is the guy that's been in the news lately, Juicy Smoulier or whatever. Oh, okay. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, the guy from, I think the show's Empire, he faked getting beaten up. And, oh, no? Yeah, it's oh, a really strange Save it story. for news and gossip. Oh, well, this happened ages ago, <laughs> okay. I didn't realise, <laughs> not, not I didn't realise Terry was that guy oh, and he's still no acting. Way. Yeah, so I was like, that's interesting. Because we're looking up the cast of Mighty Ducks 1, 2 and 3 and not many of them have actually gone on with other things like maybe one or two titles speaking of mighty Ducks three as well oh, yeah the nerve of recasting people into different characters oh yes yeah so they'd be like the guy that was in d2 the most blatant one Gunnar on the Stoll, swedish the team? main bad guy for yep. the iceland team was the goalie now iceland. With, with shorter darker hair <laughs> They're like, at what? the high school and it's like and he's obviously he doesn't got the accent his hair's completely different and to me the most complete mind fuck is the fact that he's a goalie they're like, they switch that up. The They're like, you're not going to guess that. And then the coach of the opposition in D3 was a referee in number one and two. Like, yeah. wow, he's up his game. Yeah, he's, he's, he's gone. Career he's, progression. Exactly. What have you watched lately? Well, Stoops with you. Ready or not, with you. If you're looking up Stoops, it's actually Stuba, which is like a mix of something and Uber. What's well, his name was Stu. Uh-huh. Stu and Uber. There yeah. you go. I guess because they didn't want to give Uber too much money. Um. Watched Home Alone, which is still great. I watched Home Alone two, Disney Plus. We have an account. Still it's very good. exciting. And then I watched Home Alone three, which is what dumpster fire. Have you seen it before? Yeah, once. Ah. And clearly there was a reason why I only watched it once. But here's a good one for you. Scarlett Johansson was in it. What? As a young lady. That's cool. She was the older sister of the new Kevin McAllister guy. Oh my god! Is he playing? This? Is it the same nah, character? Nah. Oh. I, and I lied Thank to god. you. I said I think it's in the same house. Wasn't in the same. Oh, house. you bullshit artist! No, well, I thought that's I'm what joking. it was, but it's still set in Chicago, obviously, with the right. snow and all that kind of shit, and around Christmas time. Uh, watch Fighting with My Family, which I nice. watched. I think You've on a re- very that's a rewatch. Yeah, it was. I watched. I think on a very emotional day because I got choked up a couple of times in that movie. Oh, yeah. But, you know, wrestling as well as I know what that broad really went through. So it's kind of like, yeah. Um, I watched Tony I Shrunk the Kids yesterday. Is that on Disney Plus? Yeah. What? It's so oh good. Oh, my God. It's like one of my fave um, movies growing up. It has aged well. Like it's oh, good. Clearly, he's still got like a bit of that. That's CGI and. Yeah, bad early 90s, late 90s, 80s kind of shit. But it's oh, still a fun Visually, it's so cool. Like them living in the jungle of the backyard grass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So cool. Did you cry when the ant died? No. But, oh, that um, was a tearjerker back I, in the day. I was just like, I watched it, I think, just after you left. Yeah. When's well, this? Yesterday. yesterday. And I looked over at Maggie and I was like, come give me a cuddle, Maggie. That's your dog, by the way. Come give me a cuddle. After they killed the, the poor ant. So that, oh. was, that was really heartbreaking. So I was just like, oh, it's like this, it's this kid. <laughs> Um, I finally got to see Dragged Across Concrete, starring oh, that's Mel right. Gibson, Vince Vaughn. Fuck, that was a good movie. Yeah, you were talking to me in the car about it. I'm like, you're not going to watch it. Continue spoiler alert. Yeah, and I just, <laughs> fuck, I just went ham on it. They, it was just so brilliantly written. Like, there's 
kind of like three separate stories going on four, I guess, if you count the story I told you about with uh, Jennifer Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And then it just all comes together and you just feel really uncomfortable. If you like suspenseful movies with like unnecessary amounts of gore and violence, I highly suggest Dragged Across Concrete. Who's the uh, director? I always forget his name ah. and it's hard to pronounce. You're like, you know that guy. Like S something Zala. Like okay. He's, he's also done Brawl in Cellbrock 99 oh, yep. and Bone Tomahawk. Right. So if you're a fan of those, or if you've seen those, they're good watches. Um, I watched From Dust to Dawn, one of my yes. favorite Rodriguez Tarantino. On Amazon, right? Collabs. Correct. Yeah. As well as No Country for Old Men, also on Amazon. Nice. nice. This is where people can find it. Yes. Uh, highly recommend. One of my favorite modern westerns, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Josh Brolin, Woody Harrelson as well. Because Mofo is a whore for... I'm a whore for Westerns. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Sorry about your ears. <laughs> and uh, I finally watched, not once, not twice, but thrice. Once oh, my God, time yes. Once Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. You're like, it's come out on Blu-ray. I've got to watch it again. Yeah. Yep, three times. Plus, you've been watching a lot of The Simpsons via Disney+. Plus, yeah. Picking out favorite episodes. Yes, and I'm, I'm compiling a list for two reasons. So I can say, hey, I watched this one recently. And, and yeah. also, so I don't go back and watch it again. Well, I saw, what it, I think it was season nine episode that you're watching. It looked real clean and sharp. Yeah, the, uh, everything looks great on there. Because that was a worry of yours. You're like, yeah, I like, don't know how old, shit it'll look. like, what, 80, when did it start? 80. I'm going to say 89. Yeah, 89. 88, 89, yeah. Um, yeah, it looked crisp, looked sharp. So that has been... A fun thing about access on Disney Plus, but still, we've talked about about that before. That there's all of those old school Disney movies on there, which has been great mm-hmm. for Home Alone, Shrunk the Kids, Mighty Ducks. Yeah, like just a nostalgia watch. Nostalgia, something and you Simpsons haven't seen well. in a while, and yeah, Simpsons huge part of childhood. I think, and I guess that's their that's, that's their target their audience for our age group. Correct. But I don't think too many people, and that's their appeal as well. That it's all of those movies are in one spot, mm-hmm. pretty accessible. Um, with lots of promise for lots of original stuff to come. Just not till next year or the year after. Yeah. <laughs> so, hope you're patient. Exactly. Bit of the Batman animated oh. series intro there for you. Nice for our sound. news and gossip. You'll have to play the other one a little bit later in the episode that you played for me yesterday when I was in between all my events. But the X-Men intro. Oh, damn. You spoiled it. I was going to... Well, you said the other one. Le- like, yeah, I leave them with a bit of intrigue. I because your memory no, is... No, no so it's sometimes it's, so shit. I was going to say it's garbage occasionally. Occasionally. Yes. Every other time I got the facts, got the knowledge. But we're here for some news and gossip. Let's see. Um, and, and since we have spoken, um, all the nominations or yeah, all the nominations for the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards um, have been released. They are in January and February respectively, and they hand out awards for TV and film. Um, I always watch I don't watch the SAG Awards because I don't really air that here so much. It's never been that much of a big deal for for us as an audience in, in Oz, but I always watch the Globes, the Oscars, and the Emmys. 
And of course, it's very exciting, but obviously uh, The Morning Show, one of Apple Plus's original series, I won't say television series, we'll start an argument here, has been argument. nominated it for was, it was a, a conversation. Yeah, and maybe yeah. A, a, an escalated one that could have <laughs> ended in the <laughs> Could have ended in brawls, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, The Morning Show's been nominated for Best Drama and Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon nominated for Best Actress in a leading role in a drama going alongside going head to head, which is not new to Reese Witherspoon, who's had to go head to head with Laura, um, not Laura Dern because she's supporting, but Nicole Kidman for Big Little Lies. So Nicole Kidman's up for Big Little Lies, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, and Olivia, oh, I forget her last name, for The Crown. She won the Oscar this year uh, for her work in The Favourite. So it very you didn't vet. Like. It I didn't was love not the film, your no. Favorite. Um, so she's got some very stiff competition, but that's what I like about it. It's very interesting. I would be happy with any of those winners. Not so fussed about Olivia with the crown, but I watch all those other shows. Yeah, it's a stacked. That's some real. It's real stacked that category right in particular. Um, and then interestingly, Christina Applegate has been nominated for Dead to Me, which is more under the comedy um, category than anything else, not drama. And uh, so Jennifer Aniston posted on Instagram that all the, th- the Green Sisters will be at the Golden Globes nominated respectively. Just for you, your genuine Jen friends. Jen slash reference. Friends fans, yes. Because obviously Reese and Christina played her sisters in ver- uh, different episodes of Friends. And um, Jen um, and The Morning Show were nominated for a SAG award as well. So I'm just definitely going to have my eyes peeled for those two shows for her in particular, but just in general, I'll be tagging along, especially to see Ricky Gervais host um, because I like having a host on those shows, as I've said before, and he's always a good time because you never know what he's going to say and who his target's going to be in the audience. So he'll be there drinking his Foster's beer, like throwing out grief. Why is he drinking Foster's? Oh, that's what he drinks. He's cooked, mate. What is wrong with him? He might be. Um, British people drink that, and they um, yeah like, yeah. Wrong with you? British uh, beer favorite for a but lot of people. Australian Australians don't even drink it. No, they don't. I it think I saw it at Dan Murphy's yesterday. It's it's back. They re-released the it so it doesn't oh. taste like actual camel's piss anymore. Oh, it doesn't. So it, oh, I haven't tried it. Oh. I asked my bottle shop guy. I was like, yeah, so it's back. Have like, you tried it? He's, I was like, how much are you moving? And he's just like, gotta be honest, not a lot. Maybe a six pack here or there. And he's he's a real smiley bloke. He's lovely. And I was like, have you tried it? He's like, tell you, man, I had a can. Not bad. <laughs> he's like, I'd, I'd never buy it just because it's Foster's. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah, I'm opposed to this idea. Yeah, it's you can't support Foster's. Oh, my God. Um, and then in TV news, Johnny Galecki, as we know from Roseanne and Big Bang Theory, is uh, set to produce National Lampoon's Vacation series for HBO Max. Oh, that's not bad. Which reminds me that even HBO has its, like, offset uh, so streaming Max, services. So Max is another geez. version of that. Um, I was reading this on Twitter this morning as well. Some celebrities were posting about it. Hallmark, the Hallmark Channel, which I didn't even realize existed, um, pulled three. Yeah, pulled three ads because they had same sex. They had a same sex wedding in the ad, and um, there's a oh, an organization called. One million mums, and they're like, "Nope, we're opposed to this. Of course, Get them off the TV." Mums. Jesus Christ, they ruin everything. And so they pulled them. Like, what? We're going backwards. Like, bloody get ish together. So a lot of people were talking about that online last night, as well as um, the American God star Orlando Jonas being fired. Just back on that. You're yeah. a, you're an educator, so you deal with parents 
much more than mm. I do. Is it literally just they don't want to have these conversations with their kids? That's probably part of it for some people. Like, well, what's so wrong or so hard about that? Yeah, I know. It's, especially when it's, like we see it a lot more in media now, in TV and film. Still, there's a fact that I um, heard on a panel this year that still only 8% of all characters on TV are LGBTQ+. 8%. That's not very much at all. I mean, it's... Because you th- consider how many shows are out there and how... Was, oh, 100%. It was like 3% a few years before. Not to mention if you'd, you'd, the whitewashing that Hollywood is still accused of. You, you, I'd like to hear the percentage of what it used to be compared to now with, you know... Yeah, with all the extra streaming services and things like that. Exactly. Um, but, but, yeah. It's just... It seems so fucking ridiculous. I mean, I get that they always say, oh, kids are the future and all this kind of stuff, but... And I guess the Hallmark Channel is supposed to be a wholesome channel, but fuck, it's everyday life now. People, it, it, it's kind of disgusting it's taken this long for people of mm. that community to be accepted or mm. be recognized as like actual humans. Uh, <laughs> like, I know, oh my God. Like, it's just like, it, this is how far in the future we fucking are. Like, mm-hmm. And, and now we're just going back. still doing it. Yeah. it. This reminds me so of weird. the parental advisory thing back when they were uh, jailing rappers for swearing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> like, what the he fuck? He says as he swears. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Like, are we going to get fucking arrested for this? No. Because no one listens. <laughs> <laughs> Just 12 people, man. Hey, speaking of uncut gems, yep. um, the directors were going to cast Kobe Bryant before they landed Kevin Garnett. Yes. Um, and that's one you haven't seen yet because we don't know. Oh, no, you Ooh. posted something, actually. Here's, here it is, yes. So On your Instagram. I don't know how legit this is, but apparently... It is coming to Australian Netflix January thirty <gasps> first. Oh, that's exciting! And Adam Sandler. I'm never good with my months, so mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that there is actually a January thirty first, and it's not one of those dirty only thirty days in a month months. <laughs> we can work that out. Um, Charlie's Angels was a huge box office flop. Um, which oh, is really? A, not a surprise, a surprise to a lot of people, and the cast and director are like, eh, we just wanted to have fun, and we did so. Our mission here is complete. Bullshit. Elizabeth Banks blames men, saying that they don't want to see an all-female cast. Fuck you. Well, look what happened. Elizabeth Banks. Um, Henry Cavill was obviously... Charlie's Angels was dope. Oh, so good. One and two. Full throttle, yeah. Full throttle sucked. What? There was no Sam Rockwell and Pink was in it. It sucked. Pink had a cameo to start a, a bike race. Yeah, and it was not good. Okay. <laughs> Um, IMDb have released like best Netflix films of 2019 and the little picture there is The Irishman. Um, but w- I'm not going to read that list because in the next fortnight for our final ep for the year, we are going to do a 2019 in review. Yeah, we're um, going to just go nuts. Yeah, be like, what were our favourite films, TV, etc. Um, games throughout the year. So I'm gonna, that's going to be my homework over the next week or two. Now that it's school holidays, I can do that. Um, and that's what you can look forward to for next uh, next week. And uh, for DC, they have uh, announced their film release schedule. Yeah, uh, that's right. That was something else I tweeted on our um, Twitter, actually, and then forgot about, so do tell. So and I still find this fascinating. The Birds of Prey is coming out before Wonder Woman 84. But um, So we've got Birds of Prey coming out. Yeah, what's the date out, for Wonder Woman? Yeah. Uh, Feb 7th of 2020, Wonder Woman 84, June 5th, 2020. Mm-hmm. The Batman, June 25th, 2021. Uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, August 6th, 2021. 
Black Adam starring The Rock, December yes. 22nd, 2021. Yeah, that'll be fun. So right before Chrissy of Done. two years from now. Jesus. Um, <laughs> DC Super Pets Animated. Whoa. <laughs> May 22nd, That's probably the one I'm not going to see. And I was surprised because I thought this got canned. The Flash. No, well, that was uh, all over Twitter the other day. They've finally given it a date, finally confirmed it's happening with so, the same yeah. guy from Justice League film. Yeah, Ezra. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. July 1st, 2022. Gosh, so, so far away. away. And uh, the untitled Aquaman sequel, December 16th, 2022. Very interested because I obviously watched the Flash TV show. So it's just going to be interesting to see it on a, a whole other level, scale, etc. With a different guy and who's going to be the villain. and Like a budget, you mean? Like a budget, yeah. Well, you know, TV can't help that. But um, it just will be interesting to see. I didn't mind him in Justice League oh, yeah, just bouncing great. off everyone else. Um so it that'll be interesting. It was Justice League that you know failed yeah. us. And I haven't uh, Wonder Woman was good, and I haven't seen Shazam. Uh, still, they were so all good. I it probably won't watch shits. that or the sequel, but the rest of them I'm interested in, except Super Pets. There wasn't a Shazam announcement. Oh, I thought I saw Shazam too. Unless I just totally passed that. My eyes deceived me. If it's me. been uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If it's been mm-hmm. announced, it just doesn't have a date then. Oh, okay. So these are the ones that have hard dates. There are a couple of sequels there. Maybe I just misread. Oh, well, that's all right. Um, But yeah, that's our news and gossip for this fortnight. Heck yeah. Really enjoying watching the the actual intro as well. You didn't have the excitement of that. No, and I watched it. Or you like watch this before you go do anything else. Yesterday, for me, one of the best like cartoon intros back then. I feel like they had so much more effort put into. Yeah, hundred percent. You liked that it had well, each of the characters for any being TV introduced. Show really, like it, most things felt like the like just the show itself had a bit of a personality from the intro. Like Party of Five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a show the other day where they referenced that as a joke. We're like, yeah, that's probably what? what's on my mind. We might have been watching the same thing. Probably. Um, I actually don't. What's this? What are we doing now? We're going into what trailers have we watched oh, over yeah. the last fortnight? Sick. Sick. Did you want to start or? No, you go because okay. I I need to get up my list, which will take a while. Oh dear, I just have the two, the only two that matter to me personally. That's my opinion. So you know. Each of their own, but uh, obviously, not long after our last podcast, the Black Widow trailer dropped, oh, which is February shit. February next year. Early, it's quite next early, year. and we're like, yes, it's sooner rather than later. And um, I watched that on my phone. I'm like, I want to watch it on the big screen. Put it up on the TV, and I'm like, you need to watch this. And I remember seeing you in the corner of my eye, just shaking your head side to side, like disappointed. I'm like, oh no, he's not liking the trailer. I'm like, what? What happened once it had finished? And you're like, ah, oh, just she's dead, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't dwell on that aspect. No, I was just like, I'm so bummed out because this know, looks so out. fucking cool, and yes, you're gonna want another you. movie. Yeah. And I'm watching it, and I like, I'm, I'm enjoying it, and then. I just had this slight moment of dread where I was just like, oh, fuck. 
Yes, dead. I know. Like, it does genuinely look good. It's my, got that spy thriller. My beautiful Natasha, my redhead, my gorgeous redhead Natasha, she's dead. She's yeah, dead. Natasha Romanoff. Well, this sees her, remember, it's in between Civil War and Infinity War. That's when it's set. So, obviously, she hasn't passed yet because Endgame hasn't happened. She hasn't disappeared yet either. It's her going back to her roots, reconnecting with her sister, Rachel Weiss, which is like a mother figure, but she's also some sort of agent. And the guy from Stranger Things. David Harbour. He's a character. I don't know the superhero's name. Me neither. And I think it even maybe said it on his shirt. Or I could maybe. probably look it up. Yeah, right look now. it up. Um, to go IMDb cast. Because I saw a picture of his character from the actual comic. So he's legit... We always think you go into a film and people are just making up these characters for the film's sake, but they all come from the comics somewhere, and then we just get to well, see them. On yeah, the, the co- like the superhero characters are usually spot on, but then you yeah. got absolute gems like Luis from Ant Man who aren't in the comics. Yeah, yeah, you do but get them sometimes. They're fucking cool as fuck. What's the movie <laughs> called again? Black Widow. <laughs> and it's not called anything else. It doesn't have a, uh, another title to it. But, of course, it's probably the only Black Widow film we're going to get. Yeah, I put the uh, movie poster on our Instagram story the other day. Red Guardian. Red Guardian is his character. his character's real name is Alexi. (laughs) Okay, Comrade Alexi. He appears to be the um, comedic relief within the film, judging by the trailer. Um, What? Whoa, what? Florence is the chick from Fighting With My Family. Which one? She looks like Like the sister. If, if I'm reading this right, because she's no. right at the top. What? Yeah. Oh, she is too. Oh, that's dope. She's got blonde hair in the trailer. She looks boss. I recognised her, but boss. I didn't pick her from I'm fighting with my family. Goosebumps, bro. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I feel like I'm going to go see this more than once in the movies. Just really enjoy it and really embrace Scarlett Johansson and Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow, because uh, that was one of my grievances with Endgame. But this is going to hopefully redeem that and i'm very much looking forward to it the other trailer i watched i don't know what i'm more excited for but <laughs> wonder woman 1984 dropped at the brazil comic-con gal gadot and gal gadot actually it's pronounced and <laughs> patty jenkins fucking, you're losing your mind at this trailer you can't even <laughs> like, pronounce her name correctly um uh, that was dropped and uh, released everywhere set in the 80s obviously judging by its title and playing to new orders blue monday so well pieced together and edited <laughs> oh man it, it looks tight it looks tight the 80s background's going to be fun you can see the big super bowl sort of thing that we saw in stranger things season three occurring and yeah, Some I like really good visuals. Was it you who said it's like Atomic Blonde but with Wonder Woman? Is yeah. That yeah, I was like Atomic yeah. Blonde like, set in the eighties. I'm 80s. so glad you said that. Eighties soundtrack. Love Atomic yeah. Blonde, son. So uh, again, I'll see that as, as soon as it comes into the cinema, June in June. Oh, just got to wait, you know, seven months for that, but that's okay. Um, yeah, hopefully it does better, even better than what the first one did because that was a huge box office success. It was actually a success for DC for once, which was nice to see. Um, and to have the same director back in Paddy is awesome as well. And I think, and I'm not going to say it's going to be better than the first one, but it already presents itself as better because mm. the whole World War mm. thing has been done a lot with superhero films. Yeah, definitely. Um, even like Captain opening America credits things like for Wolverine movies and shit. Oh, yeah, like, that's right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've superheroes have done in the wars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and for me, who's a whore for music of the 80s yeah. and like a 
oh, throwbacks to different mm-hmm. decades and shit. And the dude that was in Narcos. Yeah, Pedro? Know, Pascal. Pascal. Uh, Pedro yeah. Pascal. I'm pretty sure his name Let's is. Let's say yep, it is. Yep, yep, like yep. you said, he usually has a mustache. He's and dark hair. rocking yep. the non-mustache at the He's moment. in it. And Kristen Wiig plays Cheetah. We don't see her. Cheetah formation, vigilante, dress up, get up uh, in the trailer. I only see her in like a cheetah print skirt. Maybe. Yes, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So they're alluding to that. So that'll be interesting to see that dynamic. So yeah, she's first trailer, her friend. You, you're not going to see it. I can second or third. Second trailer. Probably it's going to be two definitely. or three trailers. And as much as we say, I don't want them spoiled by trailers. I will check all of them out because I want a bit of a taste to, to get me through all the way to June. I f- yeah, well, that's that's a good thing. It's not like Dark yeah. Phoenix where they're probably going to ruin the fucking plot for you or Terminator Genesis. Yeah. And the main God damn you, trailers. The main thing I need to is to understand how and why Steve, Steve is back. Steve yeah, Trevor. being the 80s. So I'm very oh, curious. She's a figment of his imagination. He's not really there. He's a he ghost. He's a figment of her imagination. Possibly. <laughs> I don't think so. But, yeah, I mean, it's a superhero film. They can write it it's in for sure. It's the sixth sense meets Wonder Woman. He doesn't know he's dead. <laughs> I see dead people. Um, yeah, so here we go to our heroines on, in leading roles. I'm looking forward to 2020. And we can probably discuss what we're looking forward to in the year, in the next year. On our next episode. We'll but do what that have you watched? To our first one of, of 2020. 2020 when I, we I'll have 2020 vision. Yes. Yeah. And anybody, <laughs> anybody that's listening, if you can think of a really cool idea for a 2020 vision thing f- to name the episode, that'd be much appreciated. Yes. Hit us up. I was literally giving myself an aneurysm the other day trying to figure one out. When I was just standing <laughs> in the kitchen with you, I was like, we could be like, you know, you're seeing it could better, just be the called future. episode ah. 408 2020 vision. See, yeah, but like, I want it to be slightly cooler. That's pretty cool. It is cool, but I want. We'll work on it. You know, just a little play on words. Because you know how I say ridiculous things? I want it to be a little ridiculous. Anyway, so I saw the Free Guy trailer. Yes, Ryan Reynolds. Have you seen it? Nope. Okay. So. It's like an action film? Yeah, so he's. Okay, I'm keen for that. Oh, it's Michael Bay, right? It's the director, yeah. I don't know. Do you want oh, to look that up for me right one. now? Yeah, I'm like, ooh, that's kind of interesting. I like Michael Bay's films. But it's like a dude, he gets up, he's walking down the street, there's all this destruction, chaos, everything happening behind him, and it kind of looks cartoonish. Then he goes to his job at a bank where it gets robbed, but he's so compliant and okay with everything that's happening. Uh, it turns out he's in a video game, and then he becomes self-aware that he's in a video game. And yeah, it looks it looks very interesting. Uh, no. The director is Sean Levy. Levi or Levy? Well, Le- well it's L-E-V-Y, yeah, but it Levy. could be, yeah, Levy, who also, oh, he directed The Arrival. You like that movie. Oh, I love that film. He's a producer on Strange Things as well, heavily that involved in that film. I ex- uh, show, sorry. That explains the effects probably then, because it kind of looks very, kind of that vibe, but more video game oh and he did this is where i leave you i really love that film and that cast so yeah that's promising uh, i watched the boys season two teaser which was brilliant because it means there's a season two and it was a teaser so it didn't give anything away nice uh, goes, going back to free guys well jodie comer's in that which one's the that? girl from villain uh she's the villanelle in killing eve who i absolutely love right yeah she's in that i saw that i saw you the trailer sort of scroll through like come through on Facebook, but I hadn't watched it yet. You watch and so many shows with names of TV shows that you say them and then I immediately forget them. <laughs> That's why I'm here. I help you out. Um, the other thing as well, that he Ryan Reynolds has another film 
directed by Michael Bay dropping on Netflix. It's oh, on out it's now. Out already, yeah. yeah. It's not got good ratings. Oh, uh, damn. Could have been our Sunday night. We need to get work out what to watch tonight. Well, I need to read up about it because I got yeah. kind of excited. Yeah. It looks semi-serious too, which yes, correct. Like Reynolds does good in comedic and serious roles, but I don't know what to expect. Um, and Finamalor. Well, finally. <laughs> I watched <laughs> the Ghostbusters Afterlife, Afterlife yeah. trailer. I've seen bits of it. And it's the first trailer. So oh, there's yep. it's just it's crazy. It looks very Stranger Things. And it's also got the kid from Stranger Things. Oh yeah, it does too. Yeah, mm. it does. Yeah. I've saw him pop up in the little bit that was on Facebook or whatever it was. And the podcast's all time favourite actor Paul Rudd is in it. <laughs> the guy that doesn't age. He yeah. doesn't, man. I need to find out his secret. It's probably just being Paul Rudd. Yeah. Or Manuka, honey. You will never know. We'll have to hit him up. You know what I bet it is? What? I bet he eats baby seals. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Let's hope not. That's the gossip part of news and That's gossip. That's the news and gossip. But with all of those movies we just listed, like there's some exciting stuff for 2020 coming our way. There's always stuff to look forward to, but... Mm-hmm. I'm keen for a bunch I of that. D- well, agreed, because this is the first time mm. I've actually seen trailers and actually wanted to watch them. Yeah, so. well, that's true. And I s- saw just a snippet of a Sonic trailer. and By God, they have improved that Sonic. Oh, Probably God. still won't see it. Nope. But, <laughs> Not uh, interested. Good on them. Mazel tov. about Crisis on Infinite Earths, the DC Arrowverse TV crossover that has occurred in three parts out of five thus far and will conclude on January 14th, 2020. How lucky is old mate who plays Arrow? Stephen Amell started all of this craze. Because he's, he had the first show, so it's now called the Arrowverse. That's right, that's right. Stephen Amell's Arrow was first. And he's dead. Just like Black Widow. Well, they put him in the Lazarus pit, so he's still alive, but he doesn't have his soul. So they had to go back to Leanne New to get his soul, but he's chosen to stay behind. So he, he is dead, but we, we haven't really said goodbye just yet. There are two parts, two episodes left to go. But uh, this started last week, December 9th, with Supergirl's episode, and then it carried on into Batwoman's episode, and then into the episode of... The Flash, and we'll conclude with Arrow and then DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which starts their series off so that they're going to deal with the fallout primarily. And then those shows return later that month as well. Um, And yeah, it's obviously based on the DC comics of the same title, Crisis on Infinite Earths, but is obviously going to have its own storylines to project and its own twist on all of these things. Infinite um, Earths. Yeah, the multiverse That's has been affected. Terrifying. Why is there so many? The monitor has been popping up throughout the latest seasons of all of these shows. The whole monitor. The, the, the monitor. 
Does he? I can look stuff? him up in my DC book. Well, he's there. He we deem him as the bad guy, but it's because he's delivering the message that Oliver Queen and and the Flash will die in the in the crisis, What's and Flash's that real name? the crisis is coming. Flash's real name is Barry Allen, <laughs> played by Grant Gustin. His name's Barry. It is Barry Bazer. Does anyone call him Big Bad Bass? No, but they should. They really they should. Really should. If, they were, if it was an Australian show, he'd be known as Bazza. Yeah, legit. Bazza and whoever else he hangs out with. Um, but yeah, one of the big drawing cards to <laughs> the crossover, obviously, is having all of the characters from all the shows coming in and out of each other's episodes. When it's that um, <laughs> TV show's ep, you know, if it's Supergirl's ep, then it's got a lot of their supporting cast within it, and then they sort of disappear as it crosses over into Batwoman and then Flash, etc. Um and very ambitious concept. How many shows is yeah, it? Yeah, five. Involved? Five shows. Very ambitious because they've all got their own different executive producers, writers, cast. A- Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman. And Legends of Tomorrow. And didn't Black Lightning have a... Black song? Lightning, yeah. He, what they stated when Black Lightning started airing also on CW that he's not officially part of the Arrowverse, but when you include the multiverse he is part of it right. and so he pops so he up in the flashes episode in the like the arrows of immediate <clears throat> yeah that's right where yeah. he is but so he's, he's popped up infinites and same one of the earths <sighs> that they visit is 666 and the guy from lucifer the show i watch uh has a cameo as lucifer because they I need see to get john constantine in there as well yeah constantine's part of legends of tomorrow cast the last season or two wait didn't he have his own show though he did and it didn't last so they put him on legends oh Fans would have loved that. Yeah, exactly. So we still get that character who's a lot of fun. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. But I didn't like that show because that guy was just too British. Yeah, and you only get him in smaller doses being an ensemble cast, not a leading um, character. So we get um, Constantine Constantine popping up even though it's not the Legends of Tomorrow um, episode yet. We have Lucifer as a cameo. Tom Welling comes back to play Clark Kent because we find out he's actually given up his Superman powers because Lex Luthor reappears and tries to um, kill him or take his powers, this but he John, can't. John Cryer, Lex Luthor? Yep, John Cryer, Lex Luthor. So they go to Smallville. They go and see Tom Welling and he has a little cameo. There's cameos from one of the characters from Tim Burton's Batman. There's a cameo from the guy from the Batman in the 70s that played Robin. Um, Wait a minute, Tim Burton's Batman, who? Uh, I couldn't tell you What colour skin they have? White Man or woman? Man Shit Yeah, I'll, sh- I'll work it out for you, I'll show you after Because um, Kevin Smith hosted a um, aftermath show afterwards to break down what we had just seen And what was exciting about it And Gracious. interviews a couple of the producers and writers, fans and some of the cast members The guy that did um, the voice of Batman in the animated right, series yep. He played Batman on another Earth um, who had been in a battle and had killed Superman, um, et cetera, et cetera. That's always the dream. Yeah. Fuck um, that alien fuck. Yeah. And well, this is obviously them trying to stop crisis from happening from all the Earths um, being destroyed. And by the end of part three, there are only seven characters left. Literally, the multiverse has gone. And I'm thinking in my head, every Earth and every character from all those five shows that we love are, are dead at this point in time. And so they go to... Who are the seven? And um, also the boys are going to sue them because the seven are the The seven are the paragons that represent different paragons. So um, Supergirl's there as the paragon of hope. Batwoman, the paragon of courage. The twist there is that... 
Paragon of Courage. Is Ray that Allen a woman actor. Or gay? Ray Allen actor. What's his name? Oh, shit. Um, I'm blanking. But he played Superman in 2006. Brandon Routh. Oh, thank God I got there. Sorry, Brandon. Um, he re- um, reprises like his role. Superman. Yeah, he's in Legend of Tomorrow. Um, he reprises his Superman outfit for it as another little cameo and Easter egg and all this sort of fun antics with it. He's one of the seven that's there at the – it's called the something point – it's the only thing that they it still exists, and they escape to there. That's what, how the seven survive. Um, it's actually Lex Luthor. So Lex Luthor is one of the final seven, along with is Sarah Lance, a.k.a. White Canary, The Flash. Um, not Arrow, because he's dead. Oh, um, Arrow's daughter, Mia. Is she the broad from that weird show that was on Netflix? Uh, I don't know. She was like a redhead in that show. It's like a vampire show, maybe. I forget what it's called. Not important. Her name's Mara. Yeah, yeah. So there's only the seven of them left. So now it's like, what the? How are they going to get all of the Earth back? How are they going to defeat the Anti Monitor, who's the one destroying it all? Um, And will we see? What will we see from the comics actually happen in the conclusion of the this crossover uh, on January fourteenth? So, geez, Maggie, God. Uh, it's very exciting, again, just to see all of the characters mixing with each other and different people from mm-hmm. different shows, to see it all happening on such an epic so scale. So fucking ambitious. Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy good. They've done a couple of really big crossovers the last couple of years, but this is the biggest by far and the Clearly, number of yeah. shows, etc. This is like what the, well, the DC movie world could yeah, have, yeah, yeah. This is like true. their Infinity War, essentially. Yeah, it they, really is. It's what exactly, they yeah. were striving for, but the TV world's doing it better, apparently. Yeah. So, absolutely loving it. Looking forward to seeing part four and five um, in the new year and seeing, probably watching Aftermath to watch Kevin Smith break it down and talk very, very excitedly about all of this because he yeah. obviously grew up reading those comics and never imagined to actually see any of those characters on TV, let alone see so many of them and see them all interacting. Um, so yeah, if you're a fan of any of the Arrowverse shows, there's a lot of people that are like considering watching the crossover just for the crossover and just for the scale of it all. Um, one of my mates, Matt is keen to just watch the crossover. He'd watched some Arrow and some Flash way back in the day Mm -hmm. and knows the comics. He's like, I could get away with watching it without having seen the others. Right. Mike, well, there's going to be characters that pop up. You're like, I don't know who Brainiac is. I don't really know who Iris West is, but, um, it pieces together. It's like how are these heroes going to stop the world from ending? Mm-hmm. That's the main gist. So that part of it would make sense. You'd recognize the big superheroes of it all. And you could still actually enjoy it. Just probably not as much as someone like me who does watch literally all of those shows. See, that's terrifying, the amount of commitment with all those fucking shows. Yeah. Well, because you're just watching it in pieces over the last well, seven, yeah. eight years you're of not, Arrow. That's right. You're not binge watching. Which no. Is They're week by week ones. That's right. A very healthy way to watch TV. Yes. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, just if you wanted to kind of go back and watch it all, that would be the terrifying part. Yes. And I've actually. That's why I really liked the Marvel Netflix shows because they were like 10 or 13 episodes. And you're like, oh, I need to like, can't remember exactly what happened in Jessica Jones season one. I'm going to fucking watch it. Yeah. Before season two. Yeah, that's right. And then you're like, oh shit, I'm all caught (laughs) up. Yeah, that's right. And you wouldn't need to go back and watch, say, for example, the previous five season, uh, seasons of The Flash to be caught up ready for Crisis. You no, just need to not. re, yeah. just need to watch probably that current season to know the characters and situation. Um, but that's about it. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've been watching this week with much anticipation and engagement. And you're trying to piece it together. It's something you want to go back and rewatch because when you're watching it first time, you're like, oh, who's going to be where? What am I going to be seeing? Mm-hmm. Like you know a bit more of what to expect in just one of those shows on its own. Um, and then you have your own desires to see what different characters with each other whether they're going to happen or not you don't know until it happens so a rewatch will be necessary and just as enjoyable because i'll know what to expect and i can sit back and enjoy it a bit more sick so uh we jade what, fucking what are we gonna watch, watch tonight, tonight? we're both home tonight so we're gonna cook some dinner of some sort what we'll watch a movie i don't know what we got for dinner what would you get? You went shopping. But but you went shopping. Well, no, I, I gave my mother a, a list and uh, I seen I threw my back out. communication update. <laughs> well, she she called me and was like, uh, how are you? Yes. And I was like, I'm in a lot of pain. She's yeah. like, do you need anything from the store? I'm like, yes. She's like, well, how about I go to the grocery store for you? Send me a list. Nice. So I sent her a list. Yep. So I didn't go anywhere. Uh, That's not but the there's point. that chicken in the yeah, in the fridge. You <laughs> bastard. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, we'll work something out. Yeah, I made I made a nice steak little steak Ooh. and greens last night. Nice. And then I made myself a steak sandwich for lunch today, which was I, delicious. It smelled good when I came back from my food shop today. Yeah. Yeah, which is surprising cuz fucking the bread that yes. my mother picked up was like this thick. Oh god. I toasted it. And it basically charcoaled the outside. <laughs> that was that smell. Yeah. And then, but the steak, I think, was still a little bit overpowering. But and that was also onion, garlic, and mushrooms. And now just remember the name of the Ryan Reynolds, Michael Bay film that's on Netflix. Remember it as in you just looked it up? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's called Six Underground. And what was the, uh, the premise? A tech billionaire staying. fakes his death and then hires a team of operatives to take down a vicious dictator. That's a... Two hours, eight minutes, Netflix original, Ryan Reynolds. Looks like it's a serious action. Hold up. A tech Film. billionaire. Yeah. Fakes his own death. Yeah. Then hires some operatives. Yeah. To take down a dictator. A dictator. I don't know how. Uh, well, so I the dictator is often obviously a threat to his life, hence why he's faked his death. So if he takes down the, the dictator, maybe, he can resurface. Maybe he was just like, lol, I don't want to pay taxes, lol. Yeah, true that. That could be something. That's why Tupac's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> well, well, you know, obviously we will pick something tonight, whether it's on Amazon, Disney Plus, Netflix. We've got access to all of them. Yes. I've got a, a very large Blu-ray offering. And I'm up for re-watching something if you haven't seen it before. And uh, we'll discuss it next fortnight on the next ep. Well, hold, hold up. Wait no, a minute. No, 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 no. There's quite a few new movies that have been added to Amazon. Oh, okay. That came out either earlier this year. Are they so? Are they Amazon originals, or they're just like nope. older films that are new to Amazon? Yeah, like oh, okay. Just can you give me one example? I can't remember. I but never I never go to Amazon for movies. I was scrolling through last night. I was just like, TV. "Fuck!" They got like a really good assortment of flicks, which is a how I found from Dust to Dawn. Okay. Uh, and also, No Country for Old Men because. Or for westerns. Okay. They're both tech. They're both kind of like westerns, spiritual westerns. So we could so check that Dustin out Dawn. as well. See what mm. option entices us. Yes. And okay. watch the shit out of something. And I'm gonna go now and watch Marvel Runaways. <laughs> How many episodes are you gonna bang out? Just one today because I've got Morning Show, Graham Norton, 
to watch and it's already what time is it 226 man by the time i watch that we've got to like get some din din sorted and yeah and i gotta go feed my horse shower <laughs> take my horse you see uh miley cyrus joined her dad and lil nas x singing that song recently she's dead to me oh yeah your favorite hemsworth is no longer your favorite hemsworth she's Correct. back to miley cyrus oh she's just such she's she's lost the plot I mean, I don't know how much with the plot she was recently, but she's she's clearly she's been more with the plot the last few years, not not ten years ago when she did that weird live music performance. I just hope she's not on opiates. I don't want her to die. <laughs> That's a topic of conversation at the moment. What's that opiates? The, yeah, the, while driving on the expressway yesterday, there's a huge um, poster about knowing the truth about opioids. Yeah, they're bad for you. Yeah, and then the late the new episode of the L Word Generation Q. There was a whole storyline about opioids. I'm like, why is this it's a thing at the moment? It's a crisis at the moment. So it's yeah, um, it's like everywhere. Xanax and it's it's yeah, it's what heroin is. Yeah. So it's, that's why it's bad. Okay. So and it's popping up in uh, it's pop taking culture. well the youth of America especially like young rappers are dying uh, left, yeah. right, and center because yeah. they're hooked on opioids. And it's not good. It is a crisis. Yeah. And that's why we're seeing it. it it'll yeah. And it'll be here in five years or so because mm. like, we're still dealing with meth. So. Yeah. Yeah. This has gotten fucking bleak. Good old Straya. How do we get out of this hole? Um, Build ourselves a ladder. Oh, that's a fucking... That's another thing I was scrolling past on Amazon. Yeah. There was um, some documentary, Australian documentary, about the meth crisis, which yeah. came out fucking four years ago. Oh, wow. About how in rural Australia, the bikies and all that yeah. fucking doing all the meth up there and then taking it out everywhere. And then I think like the end of the synopsis was like, and this person's quest to stop it. And I'm like, you fucking failed miserably, brat. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Here we are. Meth capital Four of the years world. later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. You could check that doco out. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. That's just no, going to be depressing thanks. and probably poorly made. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Yeah. Well, shit. Uh, let's end with, you know, something better. Like okay. a joke. Well, you're the You joke. got one? Well, I'm just, I'm more off the cuff. You're the one who enjoys a, a bad joke. Yeah. I never remember them on the spot, though. <laughs> <laughs> Except for, where do you find a dog with no legs? Uh, the, I don't see Yosaurus. Right where you left him. It's <laughs> terrible. Thank you for listening to us at Not Another Podcast. You can find us on our Podbean account online at Not Another Podcast, spelt with two T's, dot podbean dot com, and you can also find us spelt with two T's on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time.